It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast episode. I'm not too sure, um, but we're here. That's the main thing. What a weekend. What a weekend. Good evening to you all in the chat. Welcome. We hope you are all well. Hope you're not reeling too much uh, from the news. Um, I'm not too sure, really, we're going (laughs) to talk much about the game, to be honest. There's not much to talk about. A uh, really, really boring one-all draw against Fulham. Not really much to talk about, if we're quite honest. Uh, but obviously, if you don't know, you must be uh, living under a rock. A, a new European Super League um, has been formed and Arsenal have signed up um, as a founding member. Now, we've all been watching Sky Sports. Well, I have been watching Sky Sports News all day, um, trying to make head and tail of what's going on. I've been following various Twitter accounts. And uh, I, I don't really... I'm still not really at a point where I can nail what's going on. Why we've been waiting backstage, there's a meeting been finished um, in Italy. AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus have all agreed that they'll carry on playing in the domestic league. But what I can see and what I've read, UEFA are still going ahead and saying that they will ban the three clubs if they still go to play in the Super League. Um, So, we'll crack on. Dan, how are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. I had a really nice weekend, actually, in the sunshine, as you can tell from my sunburn on my face. Um, But yeah, it was a nice weekend and... um, all ruined, really, by uh, sport and football in general. But I'm sure we'll get into it. But I'm good, Craig. Thanks for having me on again. You're very welcome indeed. Mark, welcome back, sir. How are you? Hello, guys. Nice to see you. Been a while. <coughs> Sorry about that. Been a bit busy. 
That's all right, mate. Not, not that you're not my priority and all that, but, you know, some things are just unavoidable. But, Absolutely. Uh, apologies for the absence, but I'm sure you've had better-looking people on the show, so that's that's a every cloud. Well, yeah, that's true, I suppose. That's true. He, he, he's got the line there. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Judges, how are you, sir? Yeah, I, I'm all right. I'm all good, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, um, I'm a bit like Dan. It was a good weekend. It started off all right, and it just progressively got worse as the week went on, like, you know. Mm. Crap football. Crap. Well, I'm fed up with watching crap. At the Arsenal game, crap. The semi-finals, oh, my God, how poor were they? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, awful. I can't believe having it at Wembley and all like you know what I mean. It's ridiculous and no crowd like you know what I mean. Like ridiculous, but uh, can I just say sorry, Pids? It's two for one at Specsavers at the moment, Pids. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. (laughs) And and knock off the wine until at least after seven, eight o'clock, Pids, will you please? You know, disgusting. Coming on here, watching us drunk. Look, Lee, let's start off with talking. I mean, let's talk a bit about the Fulham game. What a pony game it was. I mean, oh. you're watching the, you know, watch the, watching midweek, you're thinking, oh, yeah, Christ, brilliant. You know, they've, they finally, you know, Mikhail Arteta looks like he's finally found a formation uh, with a set of players that look like they want to play. And then they turn up and him rinse and play like that. And you're thinking, Christ almighty, what a load of rubbish. Obviously, the rotation, um, had a lot to do with it. Obviously, half of the players that half of the players missing that obviously played so well um, during midweek. Uh, one thing that puzzled me, Dolly. One thing that puzzled me, and I want to talk to you about it. Balogun named as a sub for the Europa League comes on, plays five minutes, back to the Emirates Premier League game against Fulham, and he's not even on the bench. And then after the game, Mikhail Arteta says that he had to play Lacazette. Because he hasn't got enough, he hasn't got enough uh, backup to 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 play a different player. What's all that about? Uh, you know, sometimes I think Mikel Arteta just he does baffle me. I'm, I'm being honest, and, and that's another one that baffles me. You know what I mean? I think. Uh, look, can I ask a question? I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not um, against rotation. I really ain't. But like. Was it any real necess- was it necessary to to rotate Mari, for instance? Why are they you know no, he's not played for me. Two, yeah. played two games, hasn't played about four or five games before that. So why why is it necessary to rotate him? And then if if you're gonna use the rotation thing, then why are you not rotating Shaka and Lacazette out of it as well, like that have mm. played five or six games? It's just a convenient way of just giving players games and whatever, like you know. And I'm not, I'm not happy with it, like you know. Um, too many, too many um, changes to, to make, and the cohesion of the team went. You know, in saying that, though, their goalkeepers had a blinder. Probably should have won the game again. We've missed a load of chances, or the goalkeepers had a very, very good day. We've now lost Lacazette, Lacazette for the semi-final. He's going to be out now, like you know, um, for the next two games mm. guaranteed. So we, we've now we're now going to have to go with Martinelli or or already in, in there, like you know. And you just don't know what the manager's thinking at times. But ultimately, ultimately, I felt that we started off really well, um, and then after twenty twenty five minutes of not getting the goal, we run out of ideas. We then by the end of it. 
we haven't got a clue how to break a team down. You know, I'm getting like football was taking a big kick from last night and all that, but also VAR is just getting on my yeah. nerves now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it absolutely ruining the game. You know, how is that off? I know it's offside, but like, you know, it's we, not clear. It's not clear and obvious. It's not clear and obvious. Nor no. is it clear and obvious the the the, the Fulham one. You know what I mean? Like, move it on. You know what I mean? If you think it, and then actually to give it that as a penalty. You know, if that's a penalty, you know, in 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 modern day football, it's a penalty. But come on, yeah. Well, you know in modern, day, in modern day football, it's taught, like isn't it? That, you know, yeah. field of contact, go over. That's modern football, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and it's not. It, it's not. So that, that you know, but that's all right. That's all right. Um, uh, to give goals for that and give penalties for that, but then you know, chalk them off when you're a toenail off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's just. It's just spoiling football. And then what happened yesterday night just really just sums up what what it's all about now. And it's disheartening, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. We'll get on to that. Dan, um, <laughs> El Nenny and Tobias pivot, mate. Uh, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I say we... I think I'd, I'd be happy to take El Nenny and Tobias into the Super League. That's definitely the quality you want to see, isn't it? In the middle <laughs> Jesus. Um, <clears throat> Mikel Chop and Change Arteta, I think I'm going to start calling him now. I can't can't see the same team more than once, can you? New goalkeeper again. Um, rotation, right down. Again. rotation down. Rotation, yeah, rotation. Yeah. Balogun probably didn't come on because he might get injured. Um, if he, comes he wasn't on. even in the, he wasn't um, even on the sub bench. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah, he it's... might get injured if he gets on the sub yeah. bench, mate. Uh, at the back, new centre-back pairing again. That was nice to see. You know, another centre-back pairing. It's really good when you can gel your centre-backs by playing 17 in in the season and centre midfield again, another another rotate, another rotation in centre midfield. Oh, isn't it awful? You could you could repeat. I'm like a broken record this year, Craig. You can you mm. could stick a a podcast back from October and November and stick it in tonight because there's no change and we're in April now. But everyone says it's progress. I just don't see what the hell everyone's watching. I'm watching some of that game yesterday and I'm thinking, is it me or or, or is this manager just telling them to just go and have a jog out there? Because I can't see any of them trying. I saw one lad in Martinelli have, have a really good game again. Everyone says can't play more than two games because we get injured. I don't understand what I'm seeing with the rest of this team. I just, I, you know, someone put on there, didn't they, about El Nenny. He had four options to go forwards and he went backwards. Now, That's right, yeah. What the hell is going on there? I mean, is that El Nenny? Is that the manager? Is it both? <clears throat> Who knows? But it's negative tactics. That's for sure. Because that, to me, is just so, so scared about losing... Um, the game or conceding a goal with this team and we still concede goals so we might as well have a go because we're always going to blimmin concede let me ask you a question this is a quiz for you <clears throat> we've only got four games left uh, four sorry four chances left to take six points off the of teams this season those four chances are against Brighton because we beat them Chelsea because we've already beaten them Newcastle who we already beat uh, and West Brom who we've already beat how many other teams have we taken six points from this season? Have a guess. No one. One. Sheffield one. United were relegated. Everybody no, no, else no. we've drew or lost to. That's a horrible that stat. <laughs> is not yeah. progress. I'm sorry, but that is Well, not hang on, progress. hang on, hang on. He's, he's taken us to the European Super League. <clears throat> he's taken us to the Super League, <laughs> yeah, which is all good. But I have to sit there and say... <laughs> I mean, everybody laughed and said 2020 was, if 2020 was a footballer, it was David Luiz. Everyone laughed. If 2021 was a footballer, it's got to be Mesut Ozil because 
we've played, but we might well not bothered because this year might as well just not have happened now from what we're hearing. Mm. But going back very to this, is, this team, going back to this team just quickly before we move to Mark, I don't care what anybody says. We beat Slavia Prague. It's fantastic. But I didn't say the manager was an absolute genius and start getting excited because I knew that the result like this was just around the corner. Because this is what he's proven. This is what this team and this manager have been doing all season. Why do we Mm. sit there and get so shocked about these results? We've seen it all season. We knew it was going to happen. And I look at the situation, Craig, and we are in a sorry state by the way that we're playing. And I do worry for where we are going as a football club if fans are happy to accept this because I am so done with trying to ask questions about what's happening and and getting the trust this process. We've got to now trust the process from a guy who wants to put us into a European Super League. So I worry for us massively going forward this season Mm. to only beat Sheffield United twice who went down last week because they've been the, the whipping boys this season. That is where we're at. Another another game, by the way, where we nearly lost one nil at home. If it weren't for the ninety seventh minute of Eddie coming on, another game that would have been nine games where we hadn't seen a goal at the Emirates. And we got one in the last kick of the game, and this is progress. Yeah, that's a horrible so stat, Dan. It really is. So uh, done. And I'll come to Mark on, and, and touch on what Dan said. That's six losses. There's six losses um, after twelve European fixtures. We've come home from twelve European fixtures and lost six games. Twelve losses in total. What's going on, Mark? Is is it the rotation that's not working, um, or is it is it is it that the players aren't good enough? Yeah. You know, the players that yeah. are coming in, the, the players that are coming in on the rotation are not good enough. Yeah, I think that's you know this is a mad season, isn't it? and and um, these unprecedented times with these games coming thick and fast. We're having to rotate. We're having to rotate. You know that that's every club is doing it. It's not just our set. they're rotating, rotating where they can. Clubs that are certainly clubs that are playing in Europe are having to with injuries. You know we've seen it. The Bruyne has broke down this weekend. Harry Kane's broke down this weekend. You know clubs. If you, you got to, you, it's real. It's such a fine balance. You know we've done it. We've pushed Lacazette. We probably should have started with Eddie and it's bit us in the bum. We've probably lost Lacquer now, um, which we could all afford to do without because I think he's been instrumental in certainly the most informed player. Um, it's, yes, yeah, so the squad, it, it's all about the squad, isn't it? You know, rotation is fine. If, if you're chopping like for like and, and you've got good quality, like what Liverpool, other football clubs, Man City's, you know, they've got Sterling's out of favour at the minute. He's, he's, he's out a little bit out of form. So he's sat on the bench waiting for his chance. You know, quality is, uh, you know, class is permanent and, and form is temporary and all that. So, you know, Sterling will come back around. They're open. It's going to be for the business end of the season. Uh, and Mares is, is in there at the minute doing a, doing a job in his place, you know, and that's the, that's the beauty you've got when you've got, uh, owners that are willing to spend and, and back back the manager and, and get the right players in. And, and you know, El Nini's, I think he's run himself into the ground. I think it's been a long season. You can see it, you know, what Arteta asks of them. Uh, and, and like I say, in these games, you know, how many games have we played in it? And, and this is what we'll get on to later, isn't it? You know, about um, European competitions at the minute where there's a lack of, you know, it's it's all about quantity, not quality. You know, so Thursday nights away at the back end of 
Azerbaijan or whatever. You know, they're no good for no one. You know, they, they don't they just don't they don't serve a purpose for anyone. You know, the fans don't want to go. The fans don't want to go to the Emirates and watch it, let alone where we're going away. And then the lads have got to come back. You know, and, and, and perform in the Premier League against a club who's fighting for their lives and has had a whole week off. You know, so we've done a pretty good job against Fulham of keeping them. You know, the chances Fulham created down to very little. Um, you could argue they've got lucky that they've, they've banged one in. The only, I think, they only had one shot on target. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> we were so poor, um, but Fulham still couldn't get a result against us. And that really sums up Fulham. And again, it's another argument to suggest that potentially the Premier League is three or four clubs too big. You know, the league, you know, the Sheffield United's, Fulham's, West Brom's, should be in there. It shouldn't be in the league, you know. And structure of football in this country is going to change. It needs to change. This pandemic will change it. As we're about to find out, find out um, football clubs are about to hit the wall financially. Uh, and um, because of this pandemic, and this is a lot of this desperation we're seeing around this, this move that our owners are making. But to finish Fulham... <coughs> I think the less said about it, the better the, the players. I mean, what are, I mean, let, let's take, for example, I know I've not been his biggest fan, but let's take Bellerin for an example. Doesn't play in the midweek. He's the captain. Baffles me. He's the captain. <laughs> he comes out and plays. What did he do? Mm. And then we're looking for a spark. And so <clears throat> the best thing we could do was take our captain off the pitch the man that's been charged with leading the line, leading the team, would take him off. He he has summed up our season for me that players like him are finished and not good enough for this football club. And and this is a huge, huge summer for our football club in, in terms of summer transfer window activity, you know, and, and, and that's where... That's where it's gone wrong for me this season. You, you can, no manager in the world would have this this team any further up the league. No manager in the world, and I, and I stand by that. Pep Guardiola, Carlo Ancelotti, this squad would, it deserves to be where it is. Lee, let's come on to the news. Obviously, this European Super League. Obviously, <clears throat> I've been looking at it quite closely all day, and obviously, there's a lot of negativity surrounding it. A lot of people have. Um, I've seen, you know, I've seen some really surprising things. Um, I've seen supporters clubs writing to Arsenal to have their flags taken down. I've seen a poor woman write to the club to say that she wants her husband's memorial stone taken away from the front of the Emirates because her husband would be turning in a, turning in his grave um, to know what's happening. Um. You know, uh, people hand. I've, uh, a mate texts me today. He's handed in his season tickets. Uh, people emailing the club to cancel memberships. It's an amazing reaction um, to, to to what's happening. Mm. But I'm going to play devil devil's advocate on it a bit here. We've sat here for so long and so many years and said that we need money. We need money to challenge again. We need money to become good again. We need money. We need to be playing against Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. 
Um, obviously, these are not my personal feelings. I'm just using this devil's advocate to, to get discussion going. Um, here we are now complaining that we're going into a we're going into a Super League where we're going to be granted three hundred and fifty million pounds um, uh, for 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 participating. And if I've got it right, um, the windfall coming from playing in this Europa, you know, this or uh, European Super League will 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 be worth more than winning the Premier League. Compete, you know, playing in the Champions League. Winning the Champions League. You know, we don't even have to win it. We just have to be in it. Um, and as a founding member, we're in it for 23 years safe. No relegation for 23 years. Uh, we, we can't be relegated from it. It's, it's, it just, it just all seems a bit weirdly, doesn't it? It's, you know, what happens? We, we're hearing that the Premier League, are having a meeting tomorrow with the 14 clubs that are left. If the big six, or the, the big six, um, go into the Super League, you know, the, the, the six are not invited to this meeting. Just the 14 clubs that are left, what are they planning? Do Arsenal, is there a chance that Arsenal don't play Premier League football anymore? Are we going to get chucked out? I've read, I've read the rules. If Arsenal go and play in this Euro- European Super League as a full-time gig, if we decide, oh, actually, we've had enough of this, we have to start in the National League again and work our way back to the Premier League. We can't just go, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, we'll come back to the Prem now. Oh, no, no, son. Back to the National League and work your way back up. What does this mean for Arsenal Football Club, Lee? And, and, and what do we do? Well, first and foremost, <clears throat> let's get this right. Arsenal couldn't say no to this proposal because if they'd have said no mm-hmm. then they'd have gone down the road and said oh like well Villa do you want to come into it or Newcastle yep. or whatever so we've had to put our, we've had to put our hat in the ring you know elite clubs it's supposed to be that is a joke for its start off with because Arsenal haven't been an elite club for a few years and them down the road how they've got in it, in it I do not know it's ridiculous why, what have they got on why have they got in this? Because they've got a new, shiny new stadium and all that. Like, so how do Everton feel that just about to do it? Like, you know, yeah. you look at uh, elite club. Where's Rangers and Celtic in this? Yeah. You know, uh, if you're looking at that, they're bigger than Spurs. You know what I mean? Like, it's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. What, what I'm seeing, like, you know. So first and foremost, Arsenal had to sign up for it. whether it <clears throat> will happen or not. I don't know. The fact of the matter is that Arsenal at this moment in time can't get in to the to the Champions League. By 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 form football wise and 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 basically an owner that's not prepared to spend money to get there that that that's a fact. So you know he wants to be given it, and in football that ain't how it works. And the unfortunate thing now for football, and I don't care whether you know. Look, listen, we we can sit here and say, oh, we're getting this and getting that. What about the teams that are not? Now all of a sudden these teams are not going to be. They will say like they say, right? Yeah, you can all compete in the league. You, you're getting every like those six clubs are getting all the money right from from Europe, which the other teams can't get. So basically, you know, it's a closed shop. So everybody want you're going to get the pick of every player. You're going to. It's just not fair. It's just going to be not fair for these other teams. Now the likes of West Ham, for instance, are doing it doing it the right way by doing it on the football pitch, and now that's going to be taken away from. Them. I think it's a disgrace. 
It's a disgrace. But the fact of the matter is, though, that these other teams will, will have to play. Now, I don't care what anybody says. And you've got idiots going on, on Twitter at the moment. Oh, well, you, you know, you'll still go to games and, and this and that uh, and, and whatever. You know, sitting in... in um, Sitting there as is not going. It ain't about going to European games. European games is a bonus as far as I'm concerned. I love going to places like Burnley, West Brom and places like that. When you go to Burnley, you can have a night out in Blackpool, Newcastle, you know, go to all these places. All of a sudden, you know, because once this happens, in two or three seasons, there won't be no English football no more. It'll be gone. Mm. All these players will put, would be a super league of like all these teams. So... <laughs> What are you doing today, Lee? You're going to the Arsenal? No, no, like they're, fly- they're playing in Barcelona. So you're going to have to fly to Barcelona. Now, you can't do Barcelona in a day and come back. You know what I mean? You've got to do it in two days. For the financial, it's all right saying, oh, the clubs are going to earn loads and loads of money. But, we're, you know, the fans are going to be having to pay out for, for, the, for, for the loads and loads of money. Now, I've, I've watched some of these games and they're not great guys, you know what I mean? Like, uh, to, to be honest, you, you know, you play in Barcelona. Is that going to be great? Barcelona 6, Arsenal 1, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, Real Madrid 15, Tottenham nil. you know what I mean? Because that's what's going to happen the way the things are at the moment with these teams. Because, you know what I mean? But, but, we had, but, but we had a nice weekend in the sun. Huh? But we had a nice weekend in the sun. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, um, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not there. Listen, you you earn the right to get to the Champions League, not by getting into default. You know, Arsenal have got a chance to earn the right by the Europa League. What's it the Europa League now going to mean now? Nothing. We could have it on 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 um, on on. Uh, on whatever day, right? Yeah, this okay. There you go. On. All right, kick us out. Who does that affect? Does it affect that arsehole that's going to get all the money? No, it's not. He's not bothered. He's not bothered if we if we go out of the Europa League. He's going to get loads of money come next season. So who are you punishing? Who are you a for punishing? They're not punishing the, the Cronky. They're not punishing the owners of Man United. They're not punishing um, Liverpool owners. Certainly not punishing uh, Levy, are they? At Tottenham, they ain't got nothing. In, they're not even in anything. So what does it care to them? If you just say, right, you're, you're not playing a Champions League no more. Oh, that's all right. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, well, as long as they get their cup final win this week, you know. Look at the FA Cup. That, that the, the thing that we've won the last few years and, and, and uh, are the um, holders of, right? Um, sorry, not the holders. Yeah, we well, we still are really officially. Um, but um, we've won it the most. We're never ever going to be able to compete in that again. Mm. Never going to be able to compete in it. You know, the Champions League, I put a tweet out yesterday about this, right? Whether you think Arsenal can win the Champions League or not, it's a dream. Oh, one day that possibly we could win the Champions League. For 20 years, they've been saying it's been great to get into the Champions League and follow the club all over the, all the country. And then now, I'll tell you what, we don't, we're, we're dissing that now. We don't want nothing more to do with it because we've got a better offer. You know what I mean? Come on, lads. It's not right. You know what I mean? Like the dream of, of winning the Champions League, to be the champions of Europe is something that I want to want to be. You know what I mean? We go to Knott's Forest, right? Aston Villa. They always sing that song. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, Champions League, you'll never sing that. You know, I always thought one day, one day I'm going to come here and one day I'm going to sing it like, you know what I mean? Champions Europe, you know what I mean? I could never say it no more because we sold out. 
Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Um, Dan, one another thing that kind of worries me as well is I've seen a lot of fans on Twitter. Uh, sorry, just before we come in there. Thanks for the kind donation, Steve. Thank you very much. No wonder we had no ambition to get to the Champions League on merit. <laughs> absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that's worrying me, Dan, is a lot of I see a lot of fans on Twitter saying, oh, it's all right. Don't worry. It'll never happen. Um, because the Premier League will say, well, if you want to go and play in the, in the Super League, uh, you you won't play in the Premier League, and and Arsenal will never do that. Arsenal will never do that. I think there's a lot of people out there quite naive um, to think that Stan Kroenke, because there was one of them, one of one of the board members who is unnamed, said that he's taking his club into the European Super League to maximise profits and to main his revenue stream throughout the world. Now, I won't give you all three guesses who who that was. Because it does stand, it does sound like Al Stanley, doesn't it? Um, and he said that if it means taking his club out of the Premier League, he will. Because bloody, at the end of the bloody Gunnosaurus has got a lot to <laughs> You once I see him, that Gunnosaurus. Because at the end of the day, Stan Kroenke ain't going to care about <clears throat> Arsenal v Burnley at the Emirates with thirty thousand people at it. What he's going to care about is the ticket money. Arsenal Barcelona in Dubai. Hundred thousand hundred thousand people getting his cut from that. People are being a bit naive, I think, to think that he won't do it because he's done it before. Um he's taken he's taken an American football club out of the out of the you know, out of the location and, and moved them on. So he won't think twice about doing it. Of course he won't. I mean that could be our new home ground. <laughs> our new home ground could be in LA. So, you know, Dan, what, what's, your, what's your feelings on it? Well, it's not just Dan Kroenke, is it? It's the other five of them as well. They've all got together. They're like a little oh, mafia, yeah. aren't they? And um, if you think that they give a damn about the Premier League, you uh, are very naive. I don't know enough about this yet. I don't know when it's coming into play. I don't know if it will come into play. I don't know enough about it, whether we're allowed to carry on with our league, whether if we go into that, it replaces the Champions League and the Europa League, whether it means that teams that like West Ham and Everton are never going to get a chance to play European football. I don't know enough about it. There's lots of ifs and buts. There's lots of rumours. But I said in 2003, when Roman Bravovich takes up took over Chelsea, that money is going to ruin football. Um, and I never really knew when I thought that to what quite to what extent until the news broke last night. Money has ruined football. This year's been hard enough as it is with no fans, not being able to go to games, not being able to look at a game and celebrate a goal when we do get into the Emirates because, like yesterday, we would have been jumping up and down, me and Lee, and it would have been halted quite quickly. That's another thing that is ruining the beautiful game, as mentioned by Lee Judges, VAR and poor officiating. So we need something to lift us in what has been a a terrible year or two years nearly now. The timing of this I find bizarre. And when I was younger playing football, I always dreamed whenever I scored a goal that it was the FA Cup final goal. When you're in the playground at school, whether you're in a school field, you dream of it being the FA Cup. That's been ruined by money, the FA Cup. That's been ruined. That was never, never, never the competition it is now. He won the FA Cup in the 70s or 80s. It was an absolute dream. Still was in the 90s. But I'd say honor. from the 2010s, absolute honour. I'd say from the 2010s onwards, since this money, since Abramovich and other owners have come in and oil money's come in, what has happened to it? 
he's got rid of it. Same as the League Cup, play the kids, play the kids in the League Cup. We don't need to win that. It's all about Europe. Well, now it's not, is it? <laughs> because the Europa League or UEFA is no longer bothered. The Europa League is, oh, we've got to go and play blooming Dundalk. Let's just get this over and done with so we can play the big boys. That's been ruined by money. And now the Champions League, which I agree with Jurgen Klopp, is already the Super League, is now potentially being scrapped because of six greedy arseholes. Because that's what they are. They're greedy arseholes. It's up yours to all the fans. We're the ones that matter. Football has given most of us albeit frustrating at times, particularly for Arsenal, a release during this pandemic. We've got a lot to thank football for, yeah? And it could just all be a waste of time. Who knows? It could be a waste of time this season. What's the point of us going into the Europa League with any hope if they're just going to can it next season and put us all in a Super League? Maybe Arsenal are aware. Maybe Arsenal know that that's why they're getting out and trotting around against Fulham because it doesn't matter because next year we're playing Real Madrid and Porto and, and all the others. Who knows? But I look at it and in this situation now and I think the club are a disgrace with the way they, they put that statement out on the website. I thought that was shambolic. Nobody. What was what's the we've got a, a, a chairman, haven't we? We've got we've got Vino Van Karcher. No one can tell me what he does. We've got a chief exec. What was what's he come out? Nothing, no, not even one name on it. Just to let you all know, we're in the Super League from now on. Right, um, let's let's try and finish the season on a high. That's basically what the statement was. One absolute shambles from a classy club, apparently. Yeah, what right have Arsenal and Spurs got to be competing with Real Madrid and Barcelona and Bayern Munich when we can't beat Slavia Park, Fulham, and Burnley at home? Are we actually having a laugh here? This is an absolute shambles. What we're talking about here, right? The thing is, Dan, what they've done, right, and and, and the Champions League, right, went to, really got was pushed pushed right to make it like four in there. Right, so you know they don't really want to have four four in there, but they had to do that because of the complaints and whatever. Like, yeah, so now they made it a four. But realistically, out of those big six, right, they're not. There's two teams not going to guarantee getting in the top four. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and for instance, this season Liverpool are struggling to get in it. They they, they don't want to. They they need to be guaranteed. So you know, and the four a little while ago sort of helped it, you know what I mean? It was always going to be like Man United and, and Arsenal were, and Liverpool, virtually guaranteed of being in the top four. And along come uh, Chelsea and Man City. And Man City have put a real f- spoke in the works by coming from nowhere and making it, you know, a little bit more open season. It's not now. It's a close shot. Two of those, two of those Champions League spots are, are 90% uh, sewn up. With Liverpool, uh, sorry, with uh, Chelsea and and uh, Man City with the money side of it, and so now they've got to think of other ways of getting into the top four. They can't do it, you know. What I mean, six big teams don't go into four. So I think the Champions League will have to look at it and go, oh well, maybe we'll have to make it a top six or something like that. You know, what I mean, I can see that happening. It's to try and pacify these greedy, greedy people. Well, the problem we've got there is these 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 American owners are trying to turn it into that exactly. They'll have trumpets and cheerleaders at half-time if they could mm. do it. You know, they're not interested in draws. Draws, no one wants a draw. Keep playing. Playoffs. Playoffs to be ready because you can't get even relegated in this league, by the way. <laughs> you just finish bottom and then you go again next season. This is a shambles. And the last thing I'll say before I went to Mark is I've fallen out of love with football the last couple of seasons. I've fallen out of love with Arsenal Football Club. But I'm not falling out of love with fighting what I think for what's right. And that's what we have to do now. 
if it gets to the stage where we think it is and we start to get more information over the coming weeks, we need to fight. I don't care if you're a Spurs fan or an Arsenal fan. Come and join us. Unite. Let's Mm. stop this absolute nonsense from happening because this is not the way forward. This is not. And the last thing I'll say, I'm going to bring up someone who's been on this podcast before and is a well and is an absolute legendary gooner in Chris Hudson. And he put on his Facebook or social media in November of 2020, the pandemic will create a European Super League. And everyone laughed. There we go. There you go. He was dead right. And he normally is right. <laughs> whatever. He is. What, do you know whatever Chris says? Um Mark, what does this mean for Arsenal? Let's say, for example, we wake up in the morning and, and the Premier League say, right, okay, you can go and play in your you, you can go and play in your in your little league, um, in your European Super League. You can carry on playing in the Premier League, but you're not playing in the FA Cup and you're not playing in the League Cup. What I can see happening there is that we get two teams. We get an Arsenal that play in the Premier League, and we get an Arsenal team that plays in the European Super League. Um that's the only way. I can see it getting round because you're, you're certainly not going to see the Aubameyang. You know, I mean, look. Let's say, for example, we go out and we spend three hundred and fifty million on six elite players, right? You won't see those six elite players on a Saturday afternoon against Burnley at home. The integrity of the league, Craig, is 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 uh, is doomed if we stay in the league or if we don't. So, if we don't stay in the league. The money, the finances, and the history of the football league is finished. And if that money comes out of the pyramid, the football world as we know it in this country, then that money will not filter down through the divisions. The FA Cup tie, Manchester United rock up at Yeovil Town and sell out the ground, and, and the cameras follow suit, and it bankrolls Yeovil Town for the next three years. That is gone. Pretty soon after, given this pandemic. Yeovil Town will be gone. The only this this will change football as we know it. So there will football is struggling. It's on its knees. It's it's, it's taking out loans it can't pay. It's t- it's taking it's writing checks it can't cash. It we, this this pandemic is killing. So Bristol City will do well to Bristol as a, as a city will do well to survive with one football club club at the end of this, uh, let alone two. So that, they will need to think about whether or not they want to have a football team full stop, but it will just be called Bristol United. It cannot cannot stay the way it is. It's got to be restructured, and this this will have to come from the top. The integrity of the league will be... What you will have is teams like Fulham coming to the Emirates, and they will be playing our B team because we've got a a European night against uh, Real Madrid or Juventus, um, and it's important. Um... And the league competition will be nothing to us because it doesn't matter whether we finish last or or, or top. We will still be in this Euro- European Super League. And so we will play the kids and then Fulham will get three points and the entire integrity of the league will come into question because when we played Southampton, we didn't have a massive European game. We put our best team out and we beat them. And so that this will happen up and down the league. And so the league will be done. It'll be finished. It'll be worthless. You know, our participation in the league will be irrelevant, and 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 it will mean nothing to us whether we win it or come to tenth. There will be no European qualification. Do you take this season, for example, in the Premier League? Man City have won the league, and the bottom three is almost done and dusted. Probably one position left fighting for. So that's some some interest to us as football fans. 
Uh, and the, the only thing that's left, really, for us to watch over this next four or five games is, is the race for top four. But if you take that away, we might as well just give the trophy to Man City now and finish the season because it's done, isn't it? Mm. And so yeah. we haven't yeah. got a competition anymore, have we? We've yeah. got the relegation as well, and that's that'll be yeah, something. that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, so, but what I'm saying is, you know, you know, like Fulham, they've come to us, they've got a point. Well, they'll play to them. They'll be kicking themselves. They should have gone away with three. They probably didn't deserve it. No, no one deserved it. But what I'm saying is, you know, we'd have put out the kids there to beat us, and, and that, how's yeah, that? Fair, how's that fair in West Brom? How's that fair in West Brom? Who have yeah. had to go and play um, an Aston Villa side who were fighting for top six? You know, see what I'm saying? So the whole integrity of everything has gone, but. Let's make no bones about it. This has been superseded. This has been fast-tracked by the fact that finances, football, is about to hit a brick wall. Don't, don't make no mistake about that. The next 12 months, if you think club clubs, uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, Manchester United have, have reported record financial losses for the, the season of 2020 to 21. You wait, and, you, you wait, you wait till the books for next year come out, by the way, because mm. this is going to be catastrophic. You know, you you are going to see some clubs go to the wall. Many, many, many. You know, you got you got Mel Morris at Derby County for all the for all the world was was hell bent on bankrolling that club into the into the Premier League. Um, you know, Philip Koku, um, Wayne Rooney. You know, what the hell is Wayne Rooney doing there? And all of a sudden, this pandemic has hit. He's sold up, gone, cut his losses. He sold it for nothing. Do you know what I mean? Because you can see that whoever's bought that club has bought a hell of a debt. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's a scary, scary place. And so this morning when I woke up to the news, the little boy in me got excited, first of all, without knowing the full facts that we may be in Europe's top table again. Um, better to be at it than not invited, I thought. Um, and I still stand by that theory that... Um, I want to see my club playing the best football with the best players against the best. But as the day has progressed, I've become more and more upset with the whole thing that we are just going to see the same. We're just going to be regurgitating the same old formats against the same old size. Now, we know a little bit more about the competition, um, that it is 15 founder members, 12 of which have been announced, three more they believe they're trying to convince. They won't be the German clubs because of the fan um, 50, 51 uh, ownership policy that they have. So they, the Germans won't come on board. Um, it's particularly Bayern because Karl Heinz Rummenigge, who's leaving Bayern, who's taken up a major role at UEFA. Um, so he, he's certainly not going to allow uh, Bayern Munich to go into this. I think Leipzig have already come out and said they won't be going either. So the Germans definitely won't be going. Um, and I don't think the owner, the Sheikh of Paris Saint-Germain, is particularly keen on the idea. I don't think that Roman Abramovich and Manchester City are particularly keen on the ideas, to be honest with you. I think they're just getting dragged along for fear of getting left behind. Well, there was one of them. There was, there was one of them that said today that... One of the Sky News fellas was interviewing. He, he said he obviously won't. He will remain nameless. The fellow that he interviewed, but he said that they can't do much about it. They're being dragged into it. Yeah, and, and this, you know? this is being driven by the American owners who have a closed league franchise scenario where there's guaranteed income. Because what they've seen is Randy Lerner at Aston Villa many moons ago. They've seen the, the Gillette Hicks. Uh, 
set up at Liverpool, drop out of the Champions League and lose their football club for next to nothing. That This is a business model and this football business is what they invest in, that they cannot understand how an investment can become worthless mm. off the back of a relegation. So this is why the Americans are pushing and mm. they've got the support of the Spanish who are financially bankrupt, by the way. You know, if Barcelona yeah. and Real Madrid are in billions of pounds worth debt, then, then what hope Valencia and, uh, you know, Atletico and Madrid are getting dragged along because they've done a very, very good thing over the last 10 years to get their club from mediocrity in Europe to a club which has won the uh, La Liga and is, but they are hugely bankrolled by a Champions League. If, if, if Atletico and Madrid don't make Champions League two years on the shot, they're bankrupt. That, that is their business model. And so that's why they're signing into this, because they, they, will, they will be bust. And this is the thing. So, Mark, you say about um, Man City and Chelsea, right, being dragged into it. Let's be honest, if it weren't for their owners, they wouldn't be even invited on it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? like, Massive, there's yeah, no way point. that Manchester City and Chelsea would be invited in it. You know what I mean? It would be probably a Aston Villa or an Everton would be invited in it way before them. It's just oh, that, I mean, well, this is the only, thing, isn't it? They don't want. They don't. I mean, like you go back to what you said earlier, Lee. A Euro, a European Super League, right? Okay, right. Why, why should Arsenal be in the European Super League? Why should Tottenham be in the European Super League? Why should Man City be in the European Super League? Um, and not you could probably, you, well, yeah, yeah. You could probably give. You could probably give Chelsea. They've won it. Um, where's Rangers? Where's Celtic? Where's you know? Where's um, Where's the, where's PSV? Where's IX? Where's you know? You know where are all these? Where where's are all these other? Peter? Yeah, because you know it's I mean? called the big. Because it's called the big six. Really, it should be called the rich six. Because that's well, what this it is it. Is. We're only in it because we're only we're only in it because we're run by a billionaire, and that billionaire just happens to be best mates with the with the chairman, and that's the facts. Do you know that is that is the facts, and they only want rich clubs in it. Before we move on, I want to bring in some super chats. Thank you very much, lads, for your kind donations. This one's from Tarrant, and he says, "As a gooner abroad, followed this club by seeing scores on the newspaper due to lack of TV. I laugh in the dismay uh, at how they sold out my club." Hashtag disgrace. Uh, lots of comments filtering through here. Lots of people uh, seem to be very upset about what's going on. Um, why did that disappear? I hate it when that happens. Uh, one second there now. I hope I can get that back up. Sorry now for the break. Just as a quick thing, as um, Lee oh, said as well, that Lee said that uh, you said that Arsenal can't get in the Champions League by America. Well, you know, we still could. We still could oh, this yeah, year, you know. The season's not no over. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, listen, they want guarantees, don't when, they? When you look at, when you look at uh, Real Madrid... Um, Barcelona to a certain degree. They've got to have a real awful season to drop out of the top four. They're all white. You know, if you have a look yeah. at history, they're going to be in the top three or four all the time. Same as, uh, uh, same as Bayern Munich, you know, you know, we're going to be in the top four. But with, with Arsenal and, and Tottenham uh, in particular now, you know, the top four is difficult, you know, and yes, we, we, we've got a chance to get into the Champions League. And if Arsenal get into the Champions League this season, it's only going to be for one year. Because the chances are they're not going to win it, and chances are they're not going to get top four. You know what I mean? Like because the owner is not prepared to to, to back whatever to 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 make sure that happens. Now, you know, you you have a look at um, um, 
uh, you know, like what what is an elite club in these days? You know what I mean? What is it? You've got to have a 60,000 stadium. You've got to have a, uh, a fan base that has got to be certain, certain amount of fans go, go week in, week out. There are certain criteria that Arsenal do, do have, you know, and, and at the end of the day, Arsenal over the years, as Gary Neville said yesterday, the, the three elite clubs are Arsenal, Liverpool and Manchester United. That's a fact, you know, over the years, but you know, two of them now are not, not acting like that no more, you know, and, and that, that, that is a hundred percent true. You know, Tottenham are bust. If they don't get in this, well, well, Tottenham, are in, right. Tottenham, Tot- Tottenham are in trouble. Like, you know what I mean? Look, look, listen, you know, whether you think it's right or whether you think it's wrong, they've been ruthless and, and, and with what they've done today, you know what I mean? And they've actually said, for whatever reason, it's results business. They've actually said and come out today that seventh isn't good enough for Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. So he is sacked whether you've got a cup final or not. Now, Arsenal do not do that. You know, we're, we're, we're languishing in 10th and it's, it's, it's okay. We're, we're back the process or, or whatever. You know, can you see Arsenal Football Club getting rid of Mikel Arteta before a European Champions League, like the Europa League final? If Arsenal were in the cup winners, uh, sorry, the League Cup, mm-hmm. they'd never do it. They're the ones that benefit from this. They're, they're the ones that benefit out of this the most, massively. Haven't won a haven't won a league title since nineteen sixty one. Here they are. Oh, I can't Europe, believe it. Europe, European yeah, I mean, Super League. They must be. So what did I tell you, Craig? It just tells yeah. you it's pure utter greed. Yeah. It's pure. At least Arsenal have won trophies over the last five six seasons. You know what I mean? Like uh, and 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 have won the league. But don't don't forget. You know when people say about Arsenal come out. You know, two thousand and four was the last time we won the league. It's a long long time ago now to say that you're an elite club. You know, when you when you think from that, you know. But is it is it on 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 titles? Because come on, Aston Villa have got more more. I, I don't care than, of a right than Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. There is just as big a club as as Tottenham. They've got a big stadium. They've won the European Cup. They've won the league in my lifetime. You know what I mean? Like not so, as rich though, Lee. So it don't matter. Don't get in, do they? Same as Forest. They're bigger than Spurs. Absolutely huge club. Look at Everton. Everton have spent a lot more Everton. money. Their owners have got more money. Their, their owners putting more money into that football club than what we are. Why mm. ain't it? So what? Look, just just before we move on, uh, Unique Seventy Nine. If you're there, can you put your question back in the um, comment box, please? Um, because they move on so quickly, and of course, yes, I've missed it again. But they don't stay there, unfortunately. And I can't. Every time I scroll down to get it, it's gone. Uh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, Craig, let's not forget the five teams broke away uh, from Division 1 to form the Premier League. Arsenal, Everton, Liverpool, Man United, Spurs, uh, with David Dean being at the forefront. Um, they were all in it, Craig. It's no different. No, uh, no, they was in it. You know what I mean? Like, Tottenham weren't in Division 2 and then jumped into the, the Premier that's League. That's very true, yes. The Premier League was formed with, if you was in the first division, you was in it. You know what I mean? Like, and, 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 and that's how it was. So, and and yes, it it changed football. Of course, it changed football. But it wasn't like a closed shop. If you if when Arsenal or Tottenham entered into that championship, if they had got relegated and didn't perform, they were relegated, and someone else coming there. There's, there's equal opportunity for everybody. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you was out of it at that time, and I think there were a couple of big clubs out of it at that time, they had to get their way back in it. But 
you know, the, the... Hey, you just say, you just let me just say, you say that. It's Sorry, not just want to, I just want to thank Unique Seventy Nine. Thank you, mate, for your kind donation, mate. Um, we will we'll carry on discussing it there. Thank you very it much indeed, not, mate. It may not be in the rules that it's a closed shop, but when you're giving football clubs the amount of Premier League money that they're getting year in year out, it's getting you know harder and harder and harder for other clubs to catch back up. If you look at the pool of clubs that go up and down with the parachute payments, the, the, the amount of clubs that actually get into the Premier League is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. If you take a giant club like Nottingham Forest, like we said earlier, or a giant club like Ipswich Town, which have won the Champions League, uh, the European Cup, they are, they are light years away from being promoted into the Premier League because... Even behind a football club with zero history, no disrespect to Burnley, who have been in the Premier League for the last 10 years, their facilities now that are set up around their communities and their infrastructure is such that it, it is a closed shop. I do believe that. Although the rules may say three go down and three come up, it's absolutely it's a joke for people to think that Salford, owned by a hypocrite who was on Sky yesterday saying that rich people are ruining football when his football club, that he's a part owner of, are financially bullying their way up the football pyramid. Yeah, they are not going to get to the one, Premier League. Happened, They're mate. not going to get to the Premier League because they are paupers compared to the football clubs that have been in the Premier League since its inception in that's 1991. But the funny, thing you, the funny thing you say about that is that Ipswich, the, the team, the team you, the team you mention, Ipswich, have won a European trophy, yeah. the FA Cup, and the league yeah. in, in in lesser time than Tottenham have. Like Tottenham, Ipswich have won more since 1961 than Tottenham have won. Yeah, and, and they, can't get, they can't get anywhere near the Premier League because know, they've got no money. It wasn't, it wasn't the European, the yeah, it wasn't the European Cup that they won. It was the UEFA Cup. But you know, same thing, same point. Do you know what I mean? Let's get something straight here, you know, when you're talking about money. Money has always been the influence in football. It always has. Whether you go into uh, Premier League, Division 1, Division 2, non-league football, you know what I mean? The teams with the, bit more, the most money, the big budgets will get to the, to the, to the trophies. But it doesn't guarantee you it because if it guaranteed you it, Manchester United would win it every year but they never did they wouldn't win it for 20 years you know what I mean like biggest club followed around and all that Tottenham got relegated you know what I mean like it, it, it's not guaranteed now I, I, I get I get what you're saying there when you say no, there's no relegation Let, let's be honest Arsenal are never going to get relegated from the Premier League you know, what I mean, like I, I get what you're saying there, like, and and unless they, there's a, a massive what Leeds said. Well, exactly, that's what's going to come on to, like, you know, unless it's badly managed. You know what I mean, like from from that. But I don't think Arsenal or Tottenham would ever get into that situation. But it weren't that long ago that Spurs were bottom of the league with so many points, and, and Harry Redknapp come in and and saved them. You know, so. Leeds have gone down. Aston Villa have gone down. North Forest have gone down. They're, you know, if you're not run properly, you you have that that chance. But money's always been there. And what's happened is that these these other clubs have come in to, to the to the to the fair, like, like Manchester City. I've never I all my life, right, uh, following football, 
Manchester City have been in one cup final in 1981 and bloody ruined it. They couldn't even win that against Spurs, right? That's the only time I've seen them in a final, right? Until this money was brought in from them. And now, now they're, you know, they're winning everything. So money does, and it always will be a big part of it. You know what I mean? Chelsea have won the most trophies in England since Abramovich come here. You know what I mean? So it tells you money's about, like, you know what I mean? Now, what you've got to do is you've got to generate that money. And what you've got to do is is go down the youth way, work hard, you know, bring in a good coach, develop players or whatever you do to do it, to get yourself in with a chance of doing it. Arsene Wenger come in here and took on Wenger, uh, sorry, took on Ferguson with all the power, all the money, buying £30 million central defenders, Right and won the league and was invincible. Not on the power of money, done it another way. Now, oh, let's not bother with that. Let's go into a super league and just earn earn, earn a yeah. lot of money. And that's where it's not right. Yes. You know what I mean? That's, my that's problem. where it's not right. Yeah, that's my problem. I don't mind going to play in this European Super League, but I would, I would prefer that we go and play in this European Super League on merit. You know, that there was some kind of qualification system that we had to play... You know, and 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 we qualified for it. Like I go back to what Lee said. I, I'm gutted that if we go into this European Super League, that we won't be able to play in the Champions League anymore because that was a trophy that I wanted to see Arsenal win. Yeah. I saw I, I saw you getting a bit of grief for it on Twitter that you put up. You know that that's not a you know that's a trophy I want to win. You know you said that you cry if you won it. I mean at the moment I'd cry if we qualified for it. Do you know so. Listen, all my life, we went 20 years, right, saying, you have to ask, oh, it's great to be in the Champions League, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we've got to be in the Champions League. 20 years of it, like, yeah? 20 years of being in the Champions League. And then I, um, from, from that point of view, uh, of all the 20 years, once, once I got, we've got a sniff of it, once I had the dream that maybe we'd be European champions, I couldn't believe it. Mm. We had a chance. Now, now it's gone. Yeah, Dan. Just before we uh, welcome in Daniel, what, what, what do you think is going through the players' minds? I mean, because like, I, I come back, I come back to it again that it's possible that the Premier League will will kick out, you know, Arsenal if um, we if we go and play in the European Super League. That they'll be banned playing for their countries, and that they'll be banned, you know, playing in a domestic league. So what, you know, what are the Bakayara Sackers thinking? What's Smith Rowe thinking? You know, the Lenos, the 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 Jackers, you know, they're all international footballers. But what are they thinking tonight? Seeing at home, they're going into a meeting tomorrow with Vinay. I'm sure they've all got a book of questions that they want to ask. Um, what will be going through their minds at the moment? If the Super League happens, they've got to decide whether they want to go and earn a load of money. Or if they want to potentially play in a World Cup final instead of a European Super Cup final, or whatever the hell it's called, European Super League final. Um, that's what they've got to decide. And I think if I was a footballer, and I know that it's different for me and it's different for people that are earning a lot of money um, and people that are mercenaries that players are, it seems, these days, I would want to play to try to progress with my football team, to try and get into a Champions League final, and to try and get into a World Cup final or European Championship final. And if I am being told that I can't do that by playing for a club that is in the European Super League, then I am out. See you later. 
because I want to go and play for, I would want to go and play for England. 100% I would. Yeah, a lot of people don't like England and it's all oh, right. I hate cheering on Harry Kane. Yeah, I get that. I understand it. But you're playing for your country. Yeah, it's one of the biggest honours, or it should be one of the biggest honours to play for your country. And if you're being told <laughs> by people that you can't do that, if you want to join this, then you just say, okay, I'll stay put then. But some of the players may be all right with it. You may see some of the players in this in this life that we are living at the moment. In the last 10 years, we've seen a lot of players um, stay for money. And maybe they are happy to earn the most. And balls to the rest of it. Balls to playing on your, for your country. Balls to playing in the Premier League. I'm happy year playing Real Madrid and Barcelona, earning four times as much money. But the players are all going to be different with that, Craig. And my worry is we're going to see players leave Arsenal Football Club and we're going to have to follow Arsenal and go and support someone else because that could potentially happen. It could get to the stage where we are all going into this league thinking, well, do we, I feel very uncomfortable with this. Do we, what, do we want this uh, at our football club that we love and that we support? I grew up and fell in love with this football club mm. and I'm falling out of love with it very, very quickly at the moment. But as I said earlier, and I stand by it, I will do what I can and what we can as fans, which let's be honest, is we do have a voice. I just wish we were more united and I've said that before. Um, and I think we need to now. It's time. It's time to unite football fans, not Arsenal fans. Let's get together and see this. I've just seen Carlton Cole come out as well. Made a great, great point, Carlton Cole. And he said, where's the enthusiasm of this from racism in football then? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which I think yeah, is a massive. very, very, very yeah. good point. Everybody yeah. is absolutely up in arms about this. But with the racism thing, it doesn't seem the same. I thought that was a yeah. great, great point. Oh, it's but a great point. Probably, I mean, yeah, this comes out. Podcast, really, but... Yeah, well, yeah. This comes out and then within three hours, your wafer have written letters absolutely. to... Absolutely. Absolutely everyone. Every, every governing body is talking to each other, this, that and the other. They all want to put a stop to it. But then, yeah, a fellow goes and, and racially abuses a fellow on the pitch, and he gets banned for ten games. I, yeah. I, that's another podcast. That you know, that, that, that you know, that is another podcast. Another thing that worries me is, I was thinking about it today. It's like, what happens to Hale End? You know, like, what about all these players that have come through Hale End? Yeah, where, where do they? Where do their dreams and aspirations lie now? You know, where, where, where do Sack? Where do the Sackers and where do they? Where do they come from now? If 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 we're going to have, if we're just going to have all this money now. And just you know, oh no, well, we don't, we don't what, need them. We don't need them anymore because we can just buy. We can just buy the young fellas now. Do you know? Like, and this is why, Craig, we need to get more info on this because there's so many questions, so many ifs and buts, and maybe's. And I think that we are looking at this, that, and the third, and and and, and try yeah, to put two and two together and maybe true. we're making 70. So we need to be clear on what this is before we start to completely lose our heads. But it is very mm. worrying, and I am not for it at all. Mm, it is. Thank you, Bob, for your kind donation. Football has always been a dream. That's why we love it. Uh, now we can't. Now we're not even given a dream. Also, uh, could say that for the players or the future players. Great show. Thank you very much, Bob, indeed, for your kind donation. Daniel, how are you this evening? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm good, guys. How are you guys? Very good, mate. Very good. Thanks for joining us. Um, good to see you, mate, Daniel. What a weekend. What you know? What is going on at Arsenal Football Club? What? You know, what I was, I was going to say, what way do you see it? But I, I, I suppose I better not say something like that. But what? <laughs> Don't worry, mate. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll be the what, first to say something. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. What you know? What kind of? What are your feelings on it, mate? What are your feelings? Do you know what? I've gone through every emotion since this all came out. So when it when it first come out, I started. Um, 
I started just trying to think of an, an objective reason why this this could be good for for football. Um, and you know, as as announcements come out, you know that everybody on social media just blows it way out of proportion. And uh, mm. I was just like, listen, I don't want to do that. I want to take an objective view on this. But the more time that passes, there's just no logical or plausible excuse a reason for this is there there's no like I just I'm really worried for for football in general and for Arsenal because you you know what's going to happen if there's so many um so many people are resisting this which they are I, I wouldn't put it past um these American owners to uproot the clubs move them over to America and just play over there which which is just going to kill the game of football it's going to kill the match going fans that that have been season ticket holders for for years and they're just going to be replaced by um essentially tourists which you know there's enough listen i'm not one of these people that are backing you know not going to not going to games because listen there'll always be someone to replace you um you know we've seen arsenal season tickets i think it's like it's like 20 years long or something. There's It's a massive waiting list. So, you know, that if you give up your seat, there'll always be somebody to take it. So it's just a fruitless effort. But I just, I don't know, like I, I've just seen so much, you know, Sky Sports coming out, um, which which is laughable, really. I mean, the, 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 the statement that Gary Neville um, put out yesterday it it was laughable. I, I sort of got why he'd done it. I honestly did. But then I sort of sat there thinking, do you know what? You as 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 a an organization, as Sky Sports, in the middle of a pandemic, were gonna charge people we charged people for pay-per-view matches, and yet you're calling out this Super League about money making. It was kind of laughable. Um so yeah, I'm just I'm I'm not thrilled if I'm being honest. And and listen, no good's going to come of this. And and the other thing we have to consider as well is that if this doesn't go ahead, if this all falls apart, what's that done for our reputation as big clubs? You're gonna you're gonna have smaller clubs playing us, thinking, well, you lot you lot wanted to break away. The the reputation has just been absolutely ruined. Mm. by this and and it is um it's not the clubs themselves let's let's get it right it's six owners that are just in it to line their pockets and and unfortunately the fans the players are going to be caught in the crossfire absolutely man that's a that's a good point that you make there um you know that it's not just you know it's it, it's not the clubs in general it is the owners that are, that are making that are lining their pocket that are lining their pockets would you agree with this one dan unique 79 says and again thank you for your kind donation mate it's much appreciated he says i will say this one gone are the days gone are the days where many of us grew up in eras where there were many legends and where the game was beautiful the european cup the uefa cup the cup winners cup Football and trophies have been devalued. Would you would you agree with that, Daniel? Look, I think I think it's changed, doesn't it? Um, football has changed. It's 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 turning into just a, a money making machine now, isn't it? It's 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 the way of the world. It's it's everything. I just 
I just don't know where we go from here, Craig. I really don't. Um, and and the other thing as well that that you know it only come to me, I think about an hour and a half ago, is that they have got us, us fans, right where they want them. Because here's the deal, right? Say if if this goes ahead. Then next season, I've seen fans saying, oh, they're going to boycott. They're not going to watch Arsenal anymore. But here's the deal. It's hard to turn your back on a on a club that you've supported for so long. Is it going to be, you know, when Arsenal are playing Barcelona and you've got nothing to do on a Wednesday or Tuesday evening, you're, you're going to obviously go to that game, aren't you? Let, let me ask all you guys on the panel. You, you guys will go, right? You know, if Arsenal are playing Barcelona, would you would you go? Would you find that? Easy to turn your back on Arsenal playing a big team like Barcelona? I can't answer that question because I don't live in London, but what I wore, or in England or wherever, but, or I can't, well, to be honest with you, I can't afford it, Daniel, to be honest, but I think obviously that would, that would, um, that would be on the cost. How much would a, you know, how much is a European Super League ticket going to cost? Um, you know, it, are we going to be priced out? Does it, you know, will it, will it, Will it be included on your season ticket? I I don't know. I you know I'm not too sure. But judges, I'll come back to you, mate. Was this inevitable that football was going to go down this route? Boxing. No, yeah, one, second, one, second, one second. One second. One second. Boxing is being touted. You know. You know. Two two British heavyweights are going to fight for a unified title. Yet it's going to be in a different country. Darts has been you know monetized. Cricket has been monetized or, you know, all the Indian Premier League, the 2020 bash, the summer bash, or, you know, it's all Premier League darts, this kind of darts, that kind of darts. There's all, you know, it's obvious, it was inevitable that it was going to happen to football. Um, but on this magnitude? Listen, it's always got, football's evolved, it's changed. The European Cup, when I first had it, was a knockout stage from day one, you know what I mean? Yeah. What none of this Champions League stuff and, uh, and let's this, this, this have a look. Let's be honest about the Champions League. It does need changing. The the, the format's boring. The, the, the group stages are not, not very entertaining. You know who's going to go through, virtually who's going to go through, and it starts hotting up in the quarterfinals, doesn't it? You know, like or the last 16 when it becomes a knockout. It's as simple as that. I don't care what anybody says, you know. So they revamped that for, for as and they're going to have to look to revamp it again. The Europeans, this is the beginning. Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester United, Manchester City, they're not interested, Man United, are going to Burnley on a Tuesday night or going to West Brom on a Sunday. They don't want that. They want a Super League of, of Europe, you know what I mean? So what will happen is you'll have a Super League, a European Super League, and then you might have a Premier League after that. You know, and, and that is what they ultimately want. So you, this Super League will be of teams like Real Madrid, um, all of these teams there. And then at the end of it, maybe what they'll do is have a Super League like that. And instead of having an FA Cup, the European Cup will be a knockout between those two, t- with, with those games, with those teams. That's how it's going to go. You know what I mean? There, there won't be no FA Cup. There won't be no trips to Burnley no more. Burnley will never get into the, to that to that league. You know, like, and that it's going to be a closed shop. That's what they're going to go the route they're going to go down. Now, I'm sorry, you know, what I mean, you're going to say to me like, oh, yeah, it, there's something because I've been brought up on it years to go to Fulham's ground, 
You know what I mean? All of a sudden, like, I don't want to go to Barcelona's ground. You know what I mean? I want to go. Like, like, I want to go. I, lo- I love going to Fulham's ground. You know what I mean? If I if if Leeds uh, Ipswich come up as we talked about them, like you know what I mean? Portman Road's a fantastic ground to go. To. I, I want to go there again. I want to go to these grounds. You know what I mean? Visit these grounds again. I want to go to. Uh, Everton. Everton's a great weekend, like a great thing, like you know what I mean, like to go to Everton. You know, old school ground. All right, they're changing their ground, but at the moment, you know, so you're not going to be going there. Villa Park, Newcastle. You know what I mean, like. But but you know, football and Euro- Europe is a bonus. Europe is you know for the elite teams that get there. You know what I mean, and and have a uh, and, and 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 enjoy it while you can. Like so, when you've got the opportunity to go to Barcelona or Real Madrid, you can go it. But let's be honest. You know what I mean. Not everybody can afford that. Not, it's not just about going over to Brazil, uh, over to to Barcelona or something on a Wednesday night. You've got to have two days off work. You got there's so many more things that go with it. You know what I mean? But it's a bonus. It's, it's something because you've worked hard to get there and got there. But the the bread and butter of football is football league, Premier League, or whatever you want to call it now. Like you know what I mean? Going up against West Brom that can go and beat you. Going to um, all these teams that can come there and, and, and beat the Arsenal. I remember Hull coming to us and beating us, you know what I mean? Everybody going mad about it, like, you know what I mean? That's the ultimate dream for these other teams. And we're, you know, it's, we're not worried about these other teams. Yeah. Do you know what does it for me? It's like, like Jamie, it's, it's actually quite strange. Jamie just put in a, Jamie's just put in a chat there um, exactly what I was thinking. Go into the new camp and go into the Bernabeu and, and, and go into these clubs in Europe should be a once a year thing. It should be a, you know, yeah, like, qualifying for the champions. Privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Privilege to go there. But now it's like you're, you're going to be going there every four weeks or every five weeks or something. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it just seems a bit madness. I just want to ask one final question to you all before, before we, um, before we leave it tonight. Mark, what do you think would have been the reaction in the fan base if we hadn't have signed up to this? Well, this is the thing that I was saying to you this morning. I don't know whether I'm more angry that we've disrespected ourselves or, or we've embarrassed ourselves or, you know, to, to even try and... Com- I mean, it's not six, it's 12 at this moment in time. And it will be 15. Do I think we're one of the biggest 15 clubs in Europe? I'd love to say yes, but in this present modern era, no. Am I, am I pleased we're in it? Yes. As, as a child, the little child in me comes out and says, I'm glad that we've been invited to the top table and we will sit up there and maybe our legs won't be able to reach the floor and maybe we'll get duffed up a few times and, and maybe we'll learn some harsh realities along the way. But, if we can keep building the club uh, in, in a different competition, then, you know, there's no reason why this can't be an exciting journey. But I, I just don't, I still don't know. I still don't know whether I'm bitterly disappointed and upset or I would have been more, yeah, I think certainly I would have been more disappointed if we hadn't been invited into it. I'd say, yes, that, that that is that is true. And I think, we have to be careful, and the last thing I'll sort of say is 
we'll get the, the fullness of time. The full details will come out when when the anger and everything dies down, if it dies down, and, and, the, and the facts become apparent. Then we'll evaluate from there. But you have to be careful at this moment in time about negative stories and what you believe, what you listen to, because. You know, UEFA, Sky, I mean, UEFA make over £300 million a year as an organisation through football. They don't put that back into grassroots football. They put that into building themselves shiny new offices and paying for seven-star hotels when they're going around the world doing whatever it is that they do, for goodness sake. So don't think that UEFA is, is, a, is a great organisation. Um, and, and, you know, and the same with Sky. You know, that... Um, you know the the, the the sky sky sports will be bricking it this evening because oh, they will be thinking this is a, this is a concept that we don't have control of and they probably don't have the final cl- financial clout to go after mm. because uh, the zone amazon disney plus or whatever it's called <laughs> sky football that, on that, disney plus i know but this is what <laughs> i'm saying but the sky are small tadpoles in a pond oh. of uh, including amazon prime yeah. You know, so this is, yeah, just be careful about, you know, West Ham fans saying that you're a disgrace and this has ruined football and all the rest of it. Because they're, they're the same fans that were saying, you've bought the league to Manchester City, you've bought the league to Chelsea when they were backing it with finances and stuff like that. Mm. But But they would be the first fans standing at the front of the queue for a season ticket if a billionaire shake bought their football club singing, we're going to buy the league. (laughs) You know, so the old green eye monsters will be out. The business moguls will be quaking in their boots. This also could be, don't don't get it wrong, this could also be the biggest game of brinkmanship you've ever seen, by the way. That's... The big six in the Premier League, the big 15 in the, in the Champions League or the European competitions could really, really be pushing for a greater proportion of the TV revenues when they're, when they're negotiating the next deals that are going to be coming up. And, and also some of it, just to finish, is, is, you know, that football clubs for a long time now have been thinking of the concept that they have got their own TV channels and could quite easily be broadcasting their own stuff. They don't need to be selling their rights. So, you know, they Liverpool fan TV, could, you know, Liverpool TV could be broadcasting all of their shows, not just their under 23 games, etc., etc. And so they could be generating vast more incomes. And I think this could be a little bit of a show of strength to the broadcasters and to the organisations to say, we don't need you. Just have a little think. Very true, mate. Very true and great point raised. Um, Dan, uh, I'll come to Dan and Daniel uh, for the last question. The elephant in the room, obviously, we haven't mentioned him all, all night, is um, the manager, uh, Mikhail Arteta. Where does this leave Mikhail Arteta? Uh, you know, three-year contract. I think, what was he into? His second year now? Leaves him a year. Um, what do you think the, the the plan is with, with the manager going into a going into a, a new European Super League? Well, I've, I think um, I don't think it makes any difference if I'm honest, because I believe whatever happens, Arsenal will still be the manager of Arsenal. Um, I think the board and owners have put their faith in this man, and there is a process and a project, whatever it is looking like at the moment. I don't like what I'm seeing. However, the board and owners do. Some of the fans do. I think this could change 
um, football, but I don't think it will change Arsenal because Stan Kroenke is the owner of our football club. Whether you love him or hate him, he has got the say. And I just think that this is going to happen. Um, the only hope and the only thing that infuses me is the government getting involved, the backlash, the fans, the hopefully the fans uniting and doing something to try and protest to prevent this from happening. But money talks, Craig, and I can see this happening. I mean, why I go to football to answer Daniel's question, would I go to watch Arsenal in the Super League? Yes, I would, but I won't go to support them in a Super League and believe that that is the way forward because I don't go to the football for the 90 minutes. There's so much more to it um, for me. I go to spend time with my dad, to spend time with Lee Judges and my mates and go and have beers with them. There's so much before and after the football. Aww. So, yes, of course I would go. <laughs> but <laughs> lots of spend people... Time with <laughs> yeah, lots of people don't. No, so I didn't get a mention in that, Craig. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we love lead judges. But I don't think that, and that's true, because it's a part of the day, and that's why I would continue to go and watch Arsenal Football Club. I don't support the Super League, and let's be honest, I actually don't think I'd be able to afford it, because I think it would be about 160 quid a ticket, at mm. least, if we're playing those, it's going to be players. phenomenal. The money, the money, it's going, going to be ridiculous. You know. But make no qualms about it in terms of this manager. We are going into the semi-finals of the Europa League and hopefully the final with Eddie and Ketia as our centre forward. So, see that as you wish, because that is yeah. what we have got, and mm-hmm. we could be in trouble, whatever. Um, but who knows? Who knows what 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 is is going to happen if we win the Europa League? Is this Super League coming in next year and it doesn't matter anyway? Or is it going to take till 2025? We really don't know. Yeah, it's all true. up in the air at the moment. Daniel, this is this is a, uh, Mikhail Arteta's dream come true, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Um, look, I, do you know what? I just want to quickly pick up on, on Dan's final point about going into the semi-final. Listen, we might not be going into any semi-final um, if UEFA have their way and kick us out, Very true, which, yeah. which could be a true. possibility. And do, and do you know something, right? This is what really worries me is that our season will have been for nothing if they kick us out. And I can see this happening because this would be so Arsenal-like that we've committed to this Super League. UEFA kicks us out and then it all falls apart. And then we've just got another season back where we started. If anything, probably worse. And... Uh, We'll have just thrown our eggs into one basket, and and we'll have come off worse. And that would so, that would be so Arsenal like, wouldn't it? So Arsenal like, and that's what worries me. Um, and it's just it's just killed all the buzz, like this this Super League. Like I was looking forward to the semi final. I was looking yeah. forward to possibly qualifying for the uh, Champions League. You know, the right way. Because that is the right way, whether yeah. we like it. You know, Jürgen Klopp made a good point today on his, his interview on, on Monday Night Football. He said he doesn't like the fact that West Ham could overtake them in the fourth place. But that's the beauty of healthy competition. And you can't get away from that. You've still got to have, as part of football, healthy competition. You might not like it. You might not agree with it. But that's integral to the game of football. And when you take that away, what's the point to it? What's the point to it all? There isn't any. Absolutely. Judges, I'll give you the last word. Daniel brings up a great point there. Like, next, for, uh, for Thursday's game, uh, I, I, I couldn't really care. If, if, you know, if, 
it doesn't matter now, does it? It just doesn't matter because well, we've 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 seen reports here now that this European Super League is going to start in August. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't because what one thing is like you know what I mean if that's the case that they knew that they might be kicked out of competitions, they would have kept it on ice till till uh, till the end of the season. Maybe maybe it is a clout just to push. Uh, for other things, maybe you know, as Mark said, like you know, a uh, uh, tool to say that we want a bigger portion of the pie. I don't know, you know, um, but listen, if they, if they kick us out, they're gonna, we're you know, if they kick us out, they're gonna absolutely ruin the Champions League as well because three of the teams in the Champions League will be going out, and all PSG night, will be champions. Mean? That's it, done. done yeah. It. That's not going to happen. That's the, it's not going to just put that to bed now. But I know a lot of people are talking about that. UEFA <laughs> will get fined so happen, much money by the you know their advertising lead. They, they'll get no, they can't do that. I, I, they're, I, they're contractually obliged to put these games on. If they don't, they fall short of their contractual exactly. obligation. So all the money will disappear. That you know, so that it's not going to happen. But by the way, don't expect any of the the, the teams that have been uh, in and involved around this. I don't think they'll get many VAR decisions. If, if there wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, like, that, that's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you know what I mean? If anything, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if we get a dodgy sending off or whatever, like, uh, you know, you can see why it's going to happen. But, you know, listen, look, I, I don't think that will happen. But um, I think that um, it has just, at this moment, it's, listen, this is our, what this has done, right? And, uh, and I'll leave us on this. You know, we haven't really given monkeys about the, our game yesterday because of all what's gone on. You know what I mean? This is our big decision, a bit of a worry mm. for us all and all that night, you know. And and, and that, is, that is it. I agree with what Mark's saying. I'd rather be in it than out of it because, you know what I mean? Imagine if we was not in it and Tottenham were, we'd be doing our absolute nut right now, like, you know what I mean? So we have to take that into concept. But I do feel sorry for clubs like Leicester, West Ham, Etc. Etc. Villa and all those sort of teams. Leeds United are a massive club, by the way. You know, um, they're not. These teams are not involved in it. But greed will always surface. And the thing is, they're getting enough money out of the Premier League, right, to survive through this pandemic. I don't care what anybody says, right? They've got enough money for it, like you know. And and, and they would only have to draw in their money's purse strings for a for a year. But they just want more. When you got more money, when you got money, you want more, and that's where it is. It's greed from from the owners, and, and it, but we've having we've having this greed for the last. We've had it. We've had it at Arsenal for 10, 15 years, and we've had it for the last really whenever the Premier League started. Yeah. Lee, well done for getting your buzzword in. Twice. Once yeah, on the stream. Apparently, Robbie's been saying it quite a bit as well. Like, you know oh, has he? So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, See? Topsy turvy. It's a great word. He's been saying it in the um, in the uh, in, in shows. It's been a topsy turvy season. So. Yeah, well, there you go. I might have to put a, a patent pattern on that or a copyright. There you go. Like, you know what I mean? so, um, we done it. We done it. You done it, got it in once on the stream and once in your interview. So well done. Uh, no Daniel, problem. it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here this evening. Uh, thank you very much for coming along. Where can people find you on YouTube? Because you have got your own YouTube channel, haven't you? I do, yes. Yeah, I do have it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's the Blind Gooner. I'm just shy of 2K. So uh, yeah, oh. really impressive. Considering I've only started it um, 
over a year ago, just before the pandemic stuff hit. So yeah, really good going. Um, oh yeah, yeah that's, right, where, that's where people that's where people can find me. And yeah, listen, it's been great coming on. Thanks, uh, thanks for letting me come on. Not a problem, well, mate. You. Yeah, our pleasure. Yes, Two thousand subscribers just before COVID. You'll have more than us next. You'll have more than us next year. <laughs> Nah, I don't know. <laughs> don't go and subscribe. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, no. no, I'm only joking. Go over there and head over to Daniel's channel and give him a subscription. Also, you can follow him on Twitter at the Blind Guna. That's right, isn't it, Daniel? At, blo- at the yeah, Blind that, Guna. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Go over yeah. and follow him um, on Twitter as well. Go over and show your support, Daniel. Thanks very much indeed, mate. Thank you very much indeed, Dan. Thanks very much for your time, mate. As always, um, what have we got sure, coming man. up on Friday? Well, we're playing on Friday, aren't we? So I might have to be oh, chat yeah. with you, uh, Craig, and see how we do it. Um, but I would be happy to do a show. Um, but yeah, something will be we'll happening. Just do, we'll um, just do two on Thursday. How's that? There we go. There we go. There you go. One after no, the cheers. other like we did the other week. Yeah, that's it. Cheers for having me, though, mate. It's been good no, debate and I've enjoyed mate. it. As absolutely. Always. Good for therapy. Good for therapy. Mark, me old mucker. Literally, right. my old mucker. Well, uh, thanks for coming back on, mate. Much appreciated. Thank you for your time. Well, I've enjoyed it. Nice to get some uh, worries and things off our chest and it talk is, about it? things. A problem shared and all that. Exactly. But, uh, I actually do. I actually do feel a little bit better about it. Actually, uh, after well, talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Trouble is, we'll all go away and we'll all get on our little screens and we'll all start reading stuff and we'll all start panicking again tonight. But just don't. No, just true. chill out. Just wait and see what the day brings tomorrow. Yeah. Very good. Very good advice. Very good advice. Judges. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Mark. Mark saying there, like you know, like just chill out uh, and um, look forward to Friday. Yeah, look forward to Friday. It's obviously the only thing you, you know, the only thing we can do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, me and Dan return tomorrow um, at six o'clock <laughs> for the same uh, the same old Screamers football show. We will be uh, with two of the lads from the Total Screamers podcast. Obviously, we'll be probably having this conversation um, all over again. Uh, but obviously with the thoughts of uh, Jake and Simo, if that um, is, is is the lads that are coming on. Uh, don't forget, uh, also Tuesday, you've got the same old Arsenal USA for everyone that watches us in America or if you are a night owl. Um, and yeah, me and Dan will have a chat about what's going to happen on Thursday, but probably what we'll do is we'll do four men and a mic uh, first and then we'll do the team talk uh, with Dan and his guests afterwards, one after the other like we did the other week. We'll get them out there for you. Uh, all shows, don't forget, all shows uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music, and all the other, uh, you know, all the other big podcast outlets. Um, so thank you very much for everyone who watches us. Thank you very much for everyone who listens to us. We're actually broke into the top 100 uh, football podcasts um, in the UK last week. Uh, uh, charted at number 77, would you believe? Um, so thank you very much indeed for all the support. Top 100. Uh, never thought we'd do that. So that's an achievement in itself. Thank you very much indeed. Until we see you again, uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And uh, up the Arsenal. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.